I wonder if the Falcons actually turned down Bill Belichick or if Bill Belichick watched Desmond Ritter and then decided maybe I don't want this job. But isn't that the most Falcon thing ever? You just basically rehired the guy that you punted to the curb that was an interim coach for you, what, like two or three years ago? Yeah. Like, he he was the interim coach after they got rid of Dan Quinn, right? I mean, the most Falcon thing ever is to have the, the goat on your doorstep, right? Only job he interviews for. And I'm. this isn't a, a knock on Raheem because, I mean, he's clearly paid his dues after what happened to him there in Atlanta the first time around. But to, I mean, basically, you just hired their interim coach that you let go three years ago. I mean, is that the equivalent of admitting that you have no idea what you're doing? Because it kind of seems like a little bit like it. You had this guy three years ago. Okay, I mean, hey, the guy the guy went on and and earned it after that as well. So maybe he's come full circle on it. But I I don't know. Bad franchise going to bad franchise sometimes. Yeah, I mean, this to me isn't even anything in regards to Raheem Morris as much as it's you have the opportunity the to get Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to to say that Raheem Morris is terrible, a terrible hire, or that he is is not worthy of being a head coach. He's not Bill Belichick, though, right? No, like, that's, he's not. That's the only point I'm making. He is not. So maybe, maybe Belichick said no. I don't know. Maybe after he got done with his interview process, he might have he decided this isn't for me. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll have a Nick Saban and Bill Belichick podcast series that will start. <laughs> I, I'm in. Maybe they can make. How about a buddy cop movie with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban? I'm all I'm in on that so one too. In. Who's yes. the good cop in that one, though? Well, the, see, I've been waiting for a Tango and Cash reboot. I suggest a Tango and Cash reboot with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. Saban is Kurt Russell. He has to be, yes. Yeah. Even though I could see Kurt Russell, though, far more in a suit than I could see Bill Belichick in a suit. <laughs> You know, the flashy. I mean, Nick has shown, I think, a much more fun slash softer side the last couple years. He has, man, but but don't don't let Bill Belichick fool you because all of those different NFL network series that he's been a part of on NFL films. Man, when he's a jokester behind when he sets down and is in that environment and they ask him questions about the, just the history of football. And he just goes and with pure joy in his voice and in his eyes and his body language changes, like how much that he adores this sport and starts rattling off the history of it. I it's, it's fun to watch, man. Can you imagine the stories that that guy can tell behind the scenes? I laughed at one the other day, second time now we've had an LT reference, but he was uh, he was on a, some panel with Lawrence Taylor, and he was talking about when he was the defensive coordinator of the Giants that he called a meeting and Lawrence Taylor was late. Big shock, right? And he went to Parcells and says, hey, Bill, I just think that you should know that this is multiple times now that 
LT has been late to a meeting. And Bill looked at him and said, well, what time did you start the meeting? He said, 1030. Why'd you start it at 1030? You should start the meeting after LT gets there. And just to see all of them laugh about it, it was it was so humbling and anti-anything that you ever see about Bill Belichick. I just think Nick has, shows a, a softer side to him, more fun side. So, I mean, he would have to be the good cop in the good cop, bad cop scenario. See them recreate the uh, hand grenade scene on top of the building. <laughs> they drop it in that guy's pants. Oh, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> So I guess uh, Ben Johnson is going to the Commanders, right? Yep. Or that's you know it's not official, seemingly, I guess, but yeah, that's going to happen. So, what is the final job then? So the Panthers get their guy. Remain open. Panthers got their guy. Seahawks, right? Seahawks. That's it. Seahawks. Seattle. Last one standing. Who I thought might be one of the first ones to actually make a hire compared to everyone else, and here they are last. So are they going Slowick? It's either that or or Dan Quinn. I thought it was... Because everybody acted like Slowick was a slam dunk to get a head coaching gig this offseason. I know. I know. Part of the Shanahan tree, by the way, so you guys know. <laughs> if I have to see that graphic with all Did of you those know that they were on the Washington on the commanders staff? together one more time. Scott, did you know that? That it was Shanahan and LaFleur and Slowick? No, Daniel I'd never heard that McVay. before. Yeah, ever at all. This they is all new look knowledge. Like Twelve year olds. And they worked for the most inept franchise in the NFL. They had all of these air quote geniuses on the staff at one time. And this is what they have uh, turned into. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I think like either. Washington is just such so miserable, which this is probably it. But they're so miserable that they had all those guys in the same building and still couldn't win. Or if they're so miserable that all of those guys getting through that is ultimately what propelled them to become great. Mm. Like I survived Washington. Right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> I came out on the other side. No doubt. Now I'm prepared to actually do something in my life successfully. That should be a banner that maybe all of them hang, that they were able to survive the Washington experience. That's right. It would be wild if this cycle closes and Bill Belichick is not doing anything. If he wants to be coaching, right? Like, that's the million-dollar thing. Maybe... Maybe he said the Falcons thing's not for me. Maybe maybe he wants – I saw a report a little bit earlier that said Bill's really considering taking a year off. He should. So if, if he's the one that, that is initiating wanting to take a year off, then, then so be it. But if he wants to coach, it's wild to me that you would have this many openings and Bill Belichick is not a head coach somewhere. There is a role potentially, and if they want to do it, fine. If they don't, I don't blame him if they don't. But there is a role for both of them – in a media landscape in which you have two defensive experts actually bring a little bit more understanding to defensive football to the average fan than what we currently have. 
because it's just not there. Everyone's so just hell-bent on making sure that you have a former quarterback in the booth. And I get it, but, man, there is a, there's a, a window that it, of an opportunity that's open there for those two guys, whether it's NFL Network, whether it's ESPN, any of them. Um, and I, I would assume that they have already had conversations about potentially trying to do something like that. But, I mean, if the NFL Network to come out and be like, all right, we got this new show where Bill Belichick's going to break down defense, am I watching? You damn right I am. Like, that's going to be DVR'd every single time. I'll take that job just asking Bill to show me defensive stuff. Yeah, I'm in. yeah, watch this. Bill, what's happening here? And then just sit back and amazement. Yeah, I mean, th- those two guys will be on television next year if they're not. Well, N- Saban will be for sure. I think Dusty even predicted that maybe maybe he's on game day. Yeah, I think he would have some sort of role there. People were what talking about potentially taking over for for Corso, yeah, like in a way, yeah. But Bill will do something. He will be in the in the public spotlight in some way if he's not coaching. And who knows? He might do that for a year and just be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm good." Maybe, yeah. You know, it's always weird with coaches. They they get further away from it. And they decide, like, you know what? This is fun. I heard Patty Gasso say that about Bob Stoops. Like, watching Bob from a distance, be like, looks like he's having a whole hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> right. He's not stressed out 24 hours a day. No. Working 20, 20 hours yeah, a day. Looks great. Does what he wants. Yeah. Bob's going to uh, Santa Clara, by the way, as a guest of uh, George Kittle to cheer on George and the Niners. So you Did you to, see him play in high school? Get to do fun things like that. Kittle? Yeah. You mean that uh, wiry tight or uh, wiry wide receiver that, that, yeah. that George Kittle was? Yeah. What a freak. He was even a freak, though, then. Like, good Lord, this guy's different than everybody on the field. Yeah, then he uh, goes to Iowa, and the first thing they tell him is, son, you want to play here? You got to learn to run block. That's right. Good for him. Made him the man that he is, It it did make him the man that he is for sure. (laughs) All right, let's take a timeout. It is a Thursday snack on the other side of the break, and Dusty Dvorak coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. This is the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.